It's time for the Fun Size Show! Welcome back to the Fun Size Show, the Fun Size Podcast. I'm Ken Mills, your host here today, and today I am joined by a super fan of the Fun Size Show, a super guy. He's even got a cape and a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Porter. Ken, I feel like we haven't podcast in so long. This is nice. And actually, I'm only wearing the red underwear and the red cape right now. So it's all right. It's radio. Oh, there you go. Theater <laughs> of the mind. the mind. It's what you want it to be, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's been a hot minute, which I still don't understand that phrase. I'm not hip. I'm not cool enough to understand the phrase. It's been a hot minute. Someone. I don't think anybody can say it's hot. It's freaking cold here. I don't it, know about you, but. We are all freezing our baguettes off, Clark. Yes. Before we jump into the show, I want you to talk a little bit about the Fun Size Show, because I know that you do the Kiss Room, and on a special episode of the Kiss Room, you actually played the Fun Size Show game with Eric Miller and Brian Jacobs. You know, we had the best time on our on our way to Nashville for Rock and Pod Expo, too. I took the recorder with us in the car and we we have about halfway you get about four hours in and you kind of start you know start you know trying to find anything to keep you going so we unabashedly stole the fun size game and played it in the car now of course we were up to like 20 and 30 questions and the, the one of the themes was how are you able to get so many of them because you know it's tougher than it seems for those of you listening at home it's it's harder to get them than you think and uh but we had a blast and we did steal your game on our rock and road trip as we were heading down to uh national rock and pod yeah we are all friends here, so you didn't steal nothing. You borrowed it. <laughs> we borrowed it. You we had a good time it. with your game. <laughs> yeah. So for those who have never heard the show before, we have 10 questions and three guesses to try to ascertain the artist and the song that the other has chosen. And today, I'm going to try to guess the artist and song that you have chosen. You know this game. Yes, I do. Ready. Okay. God, how do you get your voice so deep? I mean, I can do that at some point, but... You know. I just do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, seriously, why is there not a class action lawsuit against the Kool-Aid guy? Because he has caused untold damage, you know. Just wait, it will be. Well, see, it depends if you watch the full video or not, because it's oh. not his fault, so... <laughs> He was, he can't tell, he's got a disorder. Yeah, he can't tell the difference between a wall and a door. Right. <laughs> he doesn't have a brain. He's filled with water and sugar. Water and sugar, that's. <laughs> Are you diabetic? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> water and sugar. <laughs> All righty. Well, here we go. Are you ready, Matt? I am ready. All Locked right. in. Can I say it? Beep boop beep boop beep boop boop. Sure. Put put <laughs> log your artist and song into the panel in front of you. <laughs> boop boop beep. Beep boop. Done. Okay. <laughs> now you can say the thing you want to say. Beep boop beep boop beep boop. boop. Lock and load. All right, here we go. We're going to cue that tense. Bass thinking music. Matt Porter of the Kiss Room. 
Is this artist a band, solo performer, or duo? Band. A band. Hmm. What decade would you say that this band was really big in? Um, I would say 80s. The 80s. Gosh, the 80s were such a great time. Wide open. Yep. There was so much going on. There's something in the water because it kind of reminds me of the the 60s, the 80s does, because you had like everything, like literally back in the 60s, you would have Jimi Hendrix and the Monkees and the Four Tops and the Beatles and the Kinks. It was just, everything was wide open. There were seemingly no genre it was just good right there was good and bad and in the 80s it was the same exact way and so many albums like historic albums for so many bands were made you know absolutely kind of career defining albums yeah so a band from the 80s what genre would you say this this band from the 80s is i would say uh they were rock and roll not heavy metal, not hair metal. Well, I'm I'm just going to stick with rock and roll because I feel this is a rock band. You people will classify them different ways and we can talk about that later. After I fail. Uh, <laughs> I think rock rock and roll. Rock and roll. Okay. Hmm. Was this song a big video for them? This song, no. Mm. So this wasn't on Headbangers Ball or... As far as I know, there's not a video for this song. Ah. An official video. But there are videos that fans have made. I've seen videos of this on YouTube. Yeah, okay. Which is the MTV of now. Right, right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh... Shout out to Jean Beauvoir. Okay. How many members in this band? During this uh, album, there's four members in the band, although there have been many more or several more since. But but the, it, at this time, there's four members in the band. Mm. So that makes me ponder. That makes me think. So this is a four-piece band that eventually may have turned into a five-piece band or six-piece band, like augmented. Or well, or just have had different members over the years. But, yeah, but yeah. typically it's a four a four-piece band. Yeah, because like a lot of bands will retain that thing, right? Like if they're a five-piece band, they always feel they have to have a five-piece. Right. So, you know, right. It's almost like. Uh, the original you know don't mess up the original george washington's axe like he can replace <laughs> right. the handle and then later replace <laughs> the blade but it's still george washington's axe right so this is what we're going to call a straight up meat and potatoes or as gene simmons would say meat and potatoes kind of band <laughs> so this this leaves out like john cougar and stuff like that because even though he had a stable band for a long time, this also takes care of Tom Petty. And I'm going to assume that this is an American act. Correct. Yeah. Was this band ever played on 
uh, headbangers ball or remember when they would have that like yes. lunchtime metal show? Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did this band wear pelts like fur? It's not Man of War, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> I love Man of War, but no. Okay. Hmm. Did this did this band have a series of famous videos? You know what? You mentioned Headbangers Ball, and I think they definitely have videos that you'd remember from Headbangers Ball. Um, so I'm going to say yes. Mm-hmm. So this this could be like what was a hard rock band at one point, and then as genres are established or you know bands get pulled along, like when a genre becomes hip, right? Well, sure. Think Ozzy. All of a sudden, Ozzy's wearing like you know sprayed up spiky hair and you know pink. Yeah. <laughs> Blame that on Motley Crue, folks. <laughs> right. So we're looking at somebody that has some like real, their own sound, their own style, and then all of a sudden they're on the MTV lunch metal half an hour, right? So it's Correct. that kind of a thing. Yes. And since you, you, did, you didn't say that it was one specific video for this so it's it's not something like Y&T's Summertime Girls right? No comment. Yeah. Is it Y&T? Yes it's Y&T. Very good. How did you get that? I don't know. It's just a thing. So (laughs) if there's no actual video for it I think I'm going to not be able to ascertain or guess what the actual song is. Cause I'm trying to think of like the top five Y and T songs. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Summertime girls would have been too obvious. Well, and, and I really, I always feel like summertime girls is not really representative of the Y and T catalog. It's, it's kind of like, I mean, that's the one everybody knows, but, uh, I, how did you get Y and T out of all that? I'm pretty impressed, Ken. Well, because I was, it wasn't quite a hair metal band, but they actually wound up on right. this thing. And like what right. I know about Y and T was, is like they had like an established thing going. And then all of a sudden, there's the new wave of British heavy metal, and then the LA scene happened, and they didn't really fit in any of those, but they got swept up in that wave, right? Right, absolutely. And. They they weren't like uh, marketed in the same way that like a band like Twisted Sister or Rat was, so it was like they were trying to find their way. So I kind of got that feeling. So knowing what I know about Matt Porter, I know that you're an optimist because you know you and I typify Journey's biggest song, right? Don't stop believing, right? Amen. So, so there's two things you'd love to do. I think that you would love to have rock and roll is going to save the world or I'll keep on believing. Do you know? So I'm, I'm this is just surmising and we're going to either get a big ding, ding, ding here or we're going to get an. Ah. So are you going to pick one or the other? Yeah, I am. I'm going to ask you, is it I'll keep on believing. Do you know? See, you had a 50-50 chance. But what I was going to say is we want to rock and we want to roll. And rock and roll is going to save the the world. world. So (laughs) that was my next guess. So I think I won. (laughs) I think you got it. I'm amazed, Ken.
<laughs> I think you know me too well. The pool isn't that deep, so it's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but how many songs do Y and T have, though? Right. Well, I mean, that's the funny thing. The reason why I picked it. Now, obviously, I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm not going to choose a Kiss song because everybody's going to assume I'm going to choose a Kiss song. And then I thought, well, I'm not going to choose a Cheap Trick song because you'll get it right away. But then I'm thinking, like anybody that knows me, I love Y and T. Now it's funny because, like, we're talking about Y and T. You know, did you discover them via MTV? Well, I discovered them via the, the reason why I picked this album, which was in Rock We Trust, was because mm-hmm. I saw that video for Lipstick and Leather, and it was a live version that was on the Headbangers Ball. And of course, you got that chorus, which is Lipstick and Leather, and it sounds like it could have been a Kiss song. And the next day, mm-hmm. I went out and bought you know, in rock, we trust me. And, and it was funny because like the kid at the counter, I'll never forget it. You know, he'd go into the record store and he says, this is a good album, but you really should get black tiger. So I'm like, uh, okay. So now of course this is like 1984. I don't have any money. So I have enough for one record. So I got in rock, we trust first. And then I went back and got black tiger and then, I mean, by the time you get back to Earthshaker, but now think of that. Before this album, you have Earthshaker, you have Black Tiger, you have Mean Streak, all killer albums. And they're still trying to be, you know, more of just a rock band. But by the time they're doing In Rock We Trust, now they're wearing pink shirts and, you know, everybody's trying to be, you know, glam. So, Yeah, like I said, it seemed like they were just a little bit out of sync, but they had their own trip and, and they, they stayed true to it. I think they're a much more solid band than a lot of the bands that became very well known during the eighties kind of hair metal, but almost too much. So like to the point where like they didn't get the recognition that they should have among, you know, their colleagues or peers at that time. That's my thought. I think this is a band that everybody should be listening to, but that's, you know, that's just me. Well, without further ado or further ado, would you please intro the track with your best Matt Porter DJ voice? Okay, we're listening to the Fun Size Game. You're listening to Y&T right here on the Fun Size Game with Ken Mills. Ow!
I was going to say Omako Radio, where music and minds meet, but... <laughs> well, that is where music and minds meet, and uh, I'm a big fan of Monco Radio. As a matter of fact, I was listening to Monco Radio back in the uh, mid-2000s before I ever heard of Matt Porter. On the Winamp. Yeah, on the Winamp app. <laughs> we were destined to meet, brother. So... So let me ask you a question. Why did you pick this song? Why did you pick this band? You know what? Uh, I Like I said, I think if I had chosen a Kiss song, everybody would think, you know, they would guess it right away because that's obviously you're thinking, oh, he's going to pick a Kiss song. And then Cheap Trick, you know too much about Cheap Trick. And I mean, really, my number one bands have always been like Kiss and Cheap Trick. And it's funny you said Man of War because that's one of my favorites. But Y&T has also always been among my top favorites. And this album, one of my favorites that I still spin quite a lot. And uh, I thought really also just with the idea of kind of the way things are today, you know, it's like uh, it's it's funny. This album came out in 1984, but a lot of the songs, you know, pretty much seem to resonate for everything that's still going on. They're pretty universal themes. The one song is life 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 we want life 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 it's trying to time to pull your head out of the sand because we want life 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 you know and even this one starts with kings and queens and presidents are trying to take the world at hand jokers and freaks and arab sheiks fighting over chunks of sand wow could have been written today you know, it could have been exactly written today. So it's just, I don't know. I, I always like this album a lot. And, and it really, sometimes people say, well, it's whatever you got into them first. This was the first album that I got of Y&T, and it is still one of my favorites. So mm-hmm. Now, we talked about the importance of videos earlier. And this is a band I wanted to like more at the time, but the videos actually had the opposite <laughs> effect because they had that clunky-ass robot in a bunch of their videos. You know, that this album is actually the one that features him on the cover. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, in a way, like, you know, you watch that Keep On Running. To me, that song really should have been a much bigger hit. But, yeah, the robot, you know, flying around in, in today's special effects would have been amazing at the time, maybe not so much amazing. They used to have him come out on stage kind of like the same way Iron Maiden has the giant Eddie come out on yeah. stage. Um, similar to that, which, uh, obviously, you know, is something fun, but yeah, I think the one that really, like I said, summertime girls, when they're standing there all kind of in a line in their little shorts and it does, it does make you kind of cringe a little bit, especially when you go, like when you think of like forever, or I believe in you or some of those songs where Dave Manichetti's guitar work is just blistering and you go, Oh, they're standing there in their little striped shorts. <laughs> it, it, it didn't. I don't know. It's it's just funny. I think it did kind of hold them back. They're one of those bands that I think suddenly had to perform for the camera and mm-hmm. really, um, you know, maybe weren't as comfortable as they could have been. Yeah, he's got a great voice and and a great name because it sounds like a fantastic Italian casserole dish. <laughs> I have a little more manichetti. Hey, Ma, you want to make some manichetti for everybody? Well, yeah. you know, and he has a whole line of there's there's Menachetti, like he has he, they make wine. He's in that business as well, so he could have some Menachetti and some wine of his own vineyard. Hey, there you go. There's a lot of people making wine nowadays, but it's a different <laughs> kind of wine. Anyway. There's a lot of people whining, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask you the most important question of all: What is your favorite fun size candy? Snickers, without a doubt. So uh, you get to have the Snickers. No, I'm giving it right back to you. <laughs> Woo! What good is love if it's not shared? That is awesome. Thank you, Ken. 
You are so welcome. We want to thank you for playing our silly little game show today and uh, hope to have you back. Would you like to turn the table sometime? Absolutely. All righty. Well, we will see you on the next episode of your fun size show, part of the Pop, a pop culture network. And we will see you on the next one. Say, see ya, Matt. See ya, Matt. And that's our show. The Fun Size Show is part of the Pop, a pop culture podcast network, a concept from the dumbass mind of the podfather, Ken Mills. Any samples of music or TV heard here remain the property of their owners. Opinions heard here belong to the people who express them and may not reflect the views of our staff. If you like something you heard, buy it today. And if you enjoy the show, like us on Facebook or Twitter and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm your announcer, Christine Wolf, saying, remember to make every day fun-sized. There, that was romantic, right? Passionate, yeah. No, Brony, that was too little too late. Too little? You said it was a good size. When a girl says it's a good size, it's a nice way of saying that it's small. Hey! Matthew Catherine Porter! Is this the powerful and attractive Ken Mills? It is. <laughs> What's up, Ken? How do I sound? Like a million bucks, as always. We've almost become conditioned that, like, here are, like, five catchphrases you can just say, and you don't have to be involved, right? Like, cool. Right. I cool a lot of people. It works on your family. It works coworkers. It works on everyone, right? I just awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I stubbed my toe today. That's cool. No, awesome. awesome. No, that's, <laughs> just, that sucks. Cool. Cool. <laughs> no, it's not cool. I just got beat and robbed. Cool. Cool. It's cool. cool.